comic book pit. Okay. <laughs> Clever, what's your prediction for this fight? My <laughs> prediction, pain. <laughs> They're like, those guys are wearing the same shirts. <laughs> That's right. We've been here for two weeks and we really smell. <laughs> Alright, so we are back. Another episode of the Comic Book Pit. This is Comic Book Pit number 286. I am Dan. And I am Scott. And this is our conversation episode where we just converse. We just talk about, uh, you know, usually we do one episode where it's just uh, comic reviews. And then another, we break, you know, we switch it up. We do an episode where we just kind of talk about just general happenings and yeah, comic I mean, related. Mostly comic related stuff, but movies, TV, Adventure. you know, uh, New like you know events or news going on in the world of comics or just general interesting things. Yeah. So you want to uh, you want to lead us off? You got a couple things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I just thought. Well, one one that occurred to me while we we're uh, while I was reading uh, the new Mark Miller Mark Miller books um, mm-hmm. is that he is now owned by Netflix, Body and Soul. <laughs> So he's, um, he's owned by Netflix. He is owned by Netflix. They, Netflix literally bought Mark I, Miller. They, I mean, <laughs> if you if you read his uh, his letter at the you know where he's stating it, mm-hmm. they pretty much did buy him. Yeah, I mean, uh, or his his properties or his yeah his, was it was it all of his properties or just his, his future properties? All of his properties. So they own like now I don't know as far as the mechanics of like a you know like a kick ass movie you know was. Somebody else, I'm yeah, sure. but, but like, like he's done Superior and Nemesis, yeah. like, and then um, what was the other uh, uh, the other movie that was just out? I was just watching oh, uh, Kingsman, Kingsman, yes, yeah. But wait, what, it was called wasn't it called something? Else? The Secret Service. The Secret Service. That's right. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the, yeah. I'm sure the the Kingsman that's probably off the table. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they've already done two movies. So, so basically, I'm what sure they that's yeah. Netflix goal was like. Here's a crap ton of money to harvest your idea farm, and mm-hmm. he figured like, yeah, this is this is excellent for me because they they still want him like on a retainer. So even though even though they bought the ownership, they're still allowing him to pretty much do what he wants as far as like creating his titles and stuff like that. So he's still um, it's still his his baby, his product, but he mm-hmm. felt like that this was a way for him to, uh, you know, make a ton of money, but also to, to launch out into media where he thought that some of his properties were better adapted to, uh, to like a television, uh, scenario instead of a movie. Yeah. Well, I, I so. think we've, we've pretty much said since the beginning of his, his tenure in comics, like his creator owned work that it seemed like, Every book he's put out looked like—I mean, it was like prime for to be a movie or a television show because they're all self-contained stories. Yeah, and and he his stories are so cinematic in yeah. scope. Like he doesn't do anything on a small scale. Right. So everything is—it's almost like everything is meant to be on. Right, just looking at the, like the screen. Like we were reviewing the Magic Order and uh, looking at that as a as a as a filmed mm-hmm. uh, property. Oh my god! Yeah, like that's going to be amazing. Like I, I hope they do that. I hope they make that a show. Well, imagine if they did like Reborn, yeah, or uh, Starlight. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, any. Th- We've talked about it on this show. 
many times that he's kind of, you know, Mark Miller's kind of undergoing like a renaissance. Yeah. And that we really enjoy his new stuff. Yeah, it seems like everything's a slam dunk. Yeah. He he or Chrononauts. Yeah, Chrononauts was so much fun. Oh my god, it was insane. Like that that like, is everything meant that to be Everything that could go wrong with time travel was yeah. like it was awesome though. Like Right. Here, let's send these guys back and then they totally realize that they mm-hmm. can just own everything. Right. As soon as they do it. Like, like oh, uh, what a great Yeah, great you idea. you want to you want to win this battle against this, you know, barbarian horde? Here's a fighter jet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Hey, yeah, wait a minute, we're back here. We can do whatever we want to set up our own future." Mm-hmm. And in fact, we never have to go back to where we were because why should we? Because now it's all yeah, or, or, it's all rel- relative. We can we can bring stuff from the future into the past and live yeah. like kings. And what's that other one? Uh, MPH. MPH actually that would be was really, really good. good. That would be a great ad- adaptation. Yeah, to like a series. That was one that that. For me, it slipped under the radar. Yeah. Like, I didn't read that until it was collected. Oh. And it was really good. Yeah. I read it issue to issue, and it was... Yeah. It, it, it was one of those ones that the more they peeled the layers back, the better it was. Well, you know, and, and, and the other thing about about Miller's books is... Not that this really has anything to do with Netflix, but maybe in a sense, it, it helps form the, the visual storytelling or the visual narrative but he manages to get like top level talent yeah to draw his 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 books yeah i mean it's like we were saying over oliver koipel yeah or he, he's got um his jupiter's legacy oh yeah uh, uh frank quietly uh, yeah and oh that was insane yeah but and, and uh quietly like left bat he was doing batman and robin i think before that, and then he went on to that, and it was like, "What? Mm-hmm. This is great!" But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's kind of exciting to think what what could be coming out of Netflix in the next few years mm-hmm. from his his stable of yeah. properties. Yeah, I mean, even on and, and on, um, I mean, it, it must be. I mean, they must be serious about it because on uh, on the back of each issue of the Magic Order is the Netflix logo. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is like you know, pr- brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> yeah, they bought it. I mean, it's theirs. You know, yeah. it's like I didn't even just I didn't look at it too close, but I didn't see his brand on it. The you know, the, on the, the Miller itself. World. Yeah, Miller. Yeah, World. it's yeah. He, I, I guess yeah, I guess Miller World doesn't really. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It's a Netflix. I, I I think Miller World probably still exists pre Netflix to identify it as uh, that. Yeah. That item, but uh, yeah, I, I think. I mean, and and Miller World might still exist to be just like some sort of enti- like, like entity a that, yeah, that like produces a, this yeah. material, like a creative but, studio name, yeah, you know. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. I was like, and it, and it's one of those things I don't, I guess I don't I don't really follow news, you know, I don't follow the uh, comic news sites, so like, but turning to the back page of the book and finding that letter that he's like, hey. Here's how it is. I was like, whoa! Like that's, it was kind of cool too. Like an old school, you know, it was almost like a Marvel bullpen bulletins, mm-hmm. like news in the book instead of from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I kind of enjoyed that too. Um. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, other topics we have. Well, I can kind of segue into okay. into you're good at segues. Yeah. So one of Mark Miller's properties from a few years ago was a book called War Heroes. Yeah. That he did with Tony Harris. Um, uh, Tony Harris of uh, Starman fame and yeah. oh, he's done so much. Tony Harris just he's great. I mean, he's done so many great books. Yeah. But he did this. Um, it was supposed to be probably like a five or six issue miniseries. It only made it two or three issues, yeah. And then it was uh, it was purchased like the rights were purchased by. Um, let me look real quick. Uh, Sony. The series was optioned by Sony in two thousand eight, and then uh, was in negotiations to be adapted by Universal in two thousand eleven, and we haven't seen it since. Yeah, it just went away. Yeah, and so 
I've been thinking recently about you know, stories that have been like kind of like high profile uh, yeah. books, mostly miniseries um, that you know were started or were solicited but never came out, or maybe like you know a few issues came out and then we never saw it again. And there's you know there's a significant like I said like there's some top talent out there that's like that's that owes us some comics. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, you know, some some of the obvious ones are um, the Frank Miller and Jim Lee, Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder. Yeah, that's that's oh, probably yeah. one of the most famous ones. Yeah, that it just stopped. Yeah, um, because of various issues or you know various. Um, yeah, you know, I mean Jim Lee. I mean he's like he's basically an executive now. He doesn't have time to draw. Yeah, you know, it's and like, did a cover for you. That's all you get. Yeah. You know. Um, but there's so many, um, well, here's another, here's another, uh, Jim Lee, um, Jim Lee and Grant Morrison, uh, I don't know if you remember this, they were going to reboot Wildcats. Oh, wow. This was in 2006. Literally one issue came out. Yeah. 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 You know, which one I think of is, um. I think the title's right, but non-player was that? Was like an image book? Oh, uh, like, yeah. Well, the, yeah, was that it was non-player. Is that what it's called? Yes, I think so. But yeah, like that, the first issue came out, and it was like an overnight success because yeah, it was. People were raving about it. It was underordered. Uh, yeah, the, and it, I mean, yeah, I I have it. The art was beautiful. Yeah, and I think it was a good. Five or six years before issue two came out, it did. Yeah, eventually, and, it wasn't the same either. And then we, and then after that, and then issue two was like probably three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't seen yeah, it since. Never again. Yeah, um, yeah, that was I forgot that about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember Daredevil the Target? No. Kevin Smith. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, I think Kevin Smith oh, and Glenn Fabry. Oh jeez. Uh, uh 2002. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. They um this was I think this was after his initial run on Daredevil with Joe Quesada. Yeah. And he was going to kind of reintroduce Bullseye to the Marvel universe and give him more of a substantial backstory as I guess maybe he was going to be like his year 1. <laughs> but then he had to finish his other late project, <laughs> um the Spider-Man Black Cat. Yeah, that was like the, the evil that men do. I think he was doing that with uh, Terry Dodson. Yeah, there was like what two issues left of a six issue that just hung forever for years. Yeah, yeah. And by the time it came out, I bought him, but I was like, I don't know what this is. Well, it was like, yeah, at that point, yeah. it was like, who really cares? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think the only people that bought it were just like completionists Any, like us. That remember, yeah. Um, let's um, see. There was also I'm trying to think if there was new like any newer ones that uh Oh well here's one for you. Um good old Image United. Yeah. <laughs> uh just the uh, yeah. That was two thousand nine. Yeah. So that was um and I, and I think say... everybody knew. It's just like everyone knew when they announced it that like it's one of those things you're like it's not going to happen. Good luck, guys. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. It's not happening. Because it was it was the original Image Founders minus Jim Lee. Yeah. So you had Mark Silvestri, Todd McFarlane, Eric Larson, Wills Partacio, Rob Leefield, and Jim Valentino, written by Robert Kirkman. So these yeah. are all guys, like, they're not, like, hungry young artists anymore. These are all guys that are, like, they basically all own their own companies. Yeah. Like, they've got so many things going on right but then it's like oh we're, we have to do this big jam comic yeah now and it has to be like five or six issues long like these guys aren't gonna come on it's not it's not gonna happen i think they were lucky that they got like two issues out yeah um and it, they basically said like it's 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 never gonna happen like they even tried to do a image united like a um like a fill-in book uh like an interlude and they couldn't even get that put yeah. out. Hmm. It's kind of, and it, you know, you feel like it's kind of embarrassing for them. Yeah, like, I think they really should have had their stuff I, together before I actually, they. I actually think that 
It's stuff like that has helped Image as a company, though. Like they seem like they're more, uh, like more focused or more focused, more um, like let's make sure it's in the can before we actually say we're going to put it out. Mm-hmm. So I think they do have requirements as far as how many titles or how many issues are already complete, like how many are penciled, that kind of thing, um, so that they're not left hanging. And um, I know Kirkman, even though he was the one on that project, but he um, he used to always just write about his schedule and how if if Walking Dead didn't come out monthly, he was mad. Like he was like, I gotta I gotta make it right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing two this month, you know. And he would always talk about how the schedule slid, where other people would just go, okay, it slid back, whatever, you know, we're. We're five months back from, you know, a perfect year, whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But I think he was always like, he always kind of pushed like, we got to get it back to so it's 12 in a year, and then, you know, the, the next year we'll do 12, you know. So he always, I feel like maybe, I mean, he is, he's pretty much the head of Image now. Yeah. Um, that he, maybe he has more of a say in like, hey, we make, we make sure that, um, the work is turned in before we advertise it. Yeah. I hope because I I can't think of a lot of newer books that are, you know, drop offs. Yeah, I think he had probably a a, a very like a, a task I I would envy in that he I th- I feel like he was probably, you know, not only was he writing it but he was probably trying to herd. Yeah. All these guys, yeah. like he was probably after them for he their was art. Probably like hey. You know, like coming in, like this would be a great idea if we did this and got you guys to do this, and they're like, he was probably like, yeah, like what? He, he was probably like the editor too. He yeah. was probably trying to wear all these different hats. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 the irony is like, <laughs> this, they're you know they're, the the being late and the, um, you know not getting their work in on time and like that's what plagued Image in the very beginning. Yeah. Like, the, like haven't you guys learned anything in twenty years? No, it, no, and honestly, I don't think I think it took him that long to learn it because, like you, like that's what's funny now is remember how for a while it was like there was always like the, you know, there was the seven all stars or whatever of original image, mm-hmm. and they would they knew they could print one number one and sell a million copies. Oh, they make a million bucks, yeah, and and they were happy and like so then they were like, well, I don't need to work, you know, mm-hmm. and um, but then they started moving on and then like it seemed like. Image was putting out a lot of limited series, but they were limited, so you would mm-hmm. actually read them because they were like complete. But now it seems like all the image books that come out now go on indefinitely. Like there's so many of them that yeah. I actually, a lot of them I'll, I might even shy away because I'm like, well, if this is going to be indefinite, I don't want to jump into this one. Mm-hmm. So like you start to realize though after when it, usually after six issues, you're like. This is going to keep going, <laughs> and then it's like, well, I got to make a decision here, and I usually bail on them. Yeah, because um, I think some some of the ideas I think should end sooner. Yeah, and but. I think some do. I, I think some just kind of just peter off, just kind of mm-hmm. you know, just trail off, and you, you know, there's some books you just don't see yeah. after a couple of issues, and it's not even. I feel like it's not even that big of a deal anymore because they're you know, this isn't like. McFarlane and Leafield, like these are like second or third tier guys that are just putting their mm-hmm. create our own stuff out, and it's not like if they are a month later or whatever. And, you know, it's like it's not as big a deal as yeah. it used to be, at least for for these guys. Yeah. But I think the only the only original founder that's still putting out consistent work is uh, Eric Larson, right? Yeah. Like he's the only one who's still working on, on his, his own book. book. Yeah. Everyone else is, they're still working, but it, like I said, they're mostly like running their own companies. Yeah. And you know. Yeah, McFarland's running. Yeah, you'll get an empire. occasional piece yeah. of art, or mm-hmm. you know, like I think um, Sylvester, I think, still does stuff for like Cyberforce. Yeah. Like he'll he'll crap out an issue or something. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not really that. It's whatever. really not that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, I like Sylvester. Leefield, I well, and, and Leefield's weird, like because he's. <laughs> I feel like he does like it's almost like he does more stuff for Marvel now. You know than what's funny ever. is, I think that Leefield's the one that has improved artistically more than any of them. 
Uh, he like, would have to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's but nowhere you know to go. I mean? but like, what, but like, just comparing, like, Mark Silvestri, I think, like, his best stuff was X-Men. Mm-hmm. And, and and or I would say an, an early Cyber Force. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't try. He doesn't have to try because he's really good. Mm-hmm. But I think that Leefield like moved his stuff is tighter is tighter now than it was back then. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, and actually I would say that probably um I would say guys that are still kind of on the same um level as they were. I would say you know, like probably Larson is, I feel like he hasn't changed at all. Yeah, I think he's the same. Yeah. Um, I, if, if anything, he probably has more of a... I, I feel like his art has definitely more of a shorthand yeah. now. You know, it's definitely, um, you know, like... He, I feel like he probably uses less lines, Yeah, put it that way. Yeah. Um, I think McFarlane and Jim Lee, I don't think they've changed a bit. No. And in a way, like, not so much McFarlane. I feel like McFarlane is still pretty good. Yeah. And not to say that Lee isn't good. I feel like, though, but because Lee hasn't changed, it just feels very stagnant. Yeah. Like, it it just doesn't look... He's like, it's it's not broke, not going to fix it kind of guy. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, his stuff... It just hasn't changed in 20 as, years. Yeah, and it's still as solid as it always was. It is. But it's, but it's almost like a mechanical kind of um, thing now where I look at it and I go, it's all s- structurally the same. Like, I, like yeah. looking at his artwork is like, it's the same. Like, to me, like, it looks great, but it's yeah. also, like, unchanging. I will say, so. I, I feel like it, um, when... Does, does Scott Williams still ink him? I don't know. For the most part, or does he? I, I, I think either when he inks himself or when Scott William ink, inks him, um, it doesn't do his art any favors because that style of inking is very. Uh, it's it's like. Not I don't know what the right word is, but it's 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 very it's dated. Yeah, it's very dated. Like that yeah. scratchy, the that, like, stuff, like the cross hatchy looking. Yeah, it just. You know, sometimes I look at some Jim Lee stuff, and I'm just like, it's just so muddled yeah. with these lines. I think, like, what's funny to me is, like, you know, somebody that I, I love his artwork is J. Scott Campbell. Mm. And when he started out with Image, he was a Jim Lee clone, like, pretty much. Like, that's why that's why he got the work. Because they were like, oh, my God, he looks like a, another version of Jim Lee. But he's nowhere near that now. Like, in his... I think I feel like his work now is better than mm-hmm. it was then as well. Like he's improved, um, but he also only has to do covers now. So he has yeah. uh, he has an art team. Whenever Danger Girl comes out, he he has them do it. So yeah, there's not really a lot of um, there's no, no like there's no more sequential art coming out from these guys. Right, it's all just pinups and covers and. Yeah, yeah. I'm always so. surprised when uh, when I see Adam Hughes doing interior art. Uh, yeah, didn't he just do something recently? In Superman, I think. Yeah, uh, Man one, of Steel. Yeah, one, he did an issue of Man of Steel That's that was, was really good. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, wait a minute, there's art in this as well. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like, all right. Um, that's a good series. The um, Betty and Veronica. Um, I think that only two issues came out, and it's it's gone. <laughs> Oh, to you bring know, it back on point. I, I don't think there's. I don't know if there ever will be more because honestly, I think he goes where that's he goes where the work is. That's kind of fine with me because I read that first issue. Oh, and I thought it, it was garbage. It was, I don't it like was, his writing. It was beautiful, but yeah, he's he's not a writer. No, I don't like it either. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I'm like, I'm just going to look at it. It was too hard to read. Um, so. well, I, I'll, I'll wrap up this topic on a positive note. The. Uh, Someone who is a quality artist and writer who um, was uh, dreadfully behind in one of his properties is now currently putting it out. And that's Matt Wagner. Yeah. The 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 the, the long-awaited third and oh final um, mage yeah. book, which um, I read the first few issues. Um, I have them all. I just have to, uh, again, going back to... There's not enough time in the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm back by two issues. I'm, I'm behind. It's, it's, it's a 12 issue. I think so. So, uh, kudos to Matt Wagner. Yeah. You know who finally uh, 
brought brought back his beloved mage. I like how he moves, I like how he moves it along with what age and what he's experiencing. Yeah, it's 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 like age uh, appropriate yeah, for directly. for him. Yeah, yeah, it's almost. I mean, like I mean, I think he's always been telling not his story, but like Kevin Matchstick has always been kind of like it's him. It's him. Yeah, I mean, when he lost hair, he was like, yeah. So does so does he. Yeah, you know. Um, and then when he uh, and then the, this, this new one, he has a wife and. And a kid. And a kid. Yeah. And he's dealing with fatherhood and yeah, middle and age, like get, and getting you know. older and like, do I really want to be the, you know, the whatever he is, the pen dragon or yeah, whatever, the hero and yeah, do I just yeah. want to be a husband and father? And yeah. yeah, yeah, like the whole like everything that or even like making decisions we for, have to deal with as real pe- like you know real people making his decisions to lay low from the magic because whenever he uses his magic, they it's like a beacon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, in the interest of protecting his family, he's like, let's, you know, I'm just going to lay low and not use my magic, you know, mm-hmm. not not do anything. Are you? So are you? I, I'm sorry. Are you caught up on it? Or are you? Are two, you two issues back? Okay. On it. Okay. Are you enjoying it? It's it's good, but I, I actually felt like when I opened up the one issue to read it, mm-hmm. I felt like I I was like, did I miss an issue? Like it was such a weird jump uh, that I and I can't remember now, but she. Basically, his wife was at the party and she gets kidnapped. Do you, did you? No, I, I'm I'm really fucked. Okay. Like I said, I've I've only read like the first couple. But like of then issues. the next issue was, uh, it just seemed like it jumped away from that. Like I was like, wait, what? Did I forget one? So then I just didn't read it. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, though, I'm like, no, that's the next issue. So now I'm two issues behind, and I just I just need to catch up. Yeah, I'm probably gonna but, just wait till it finishes, and then yeah. I'll just read it all at once. Yeah. Um, but. But you know, hey, there's sometimes there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Sometimes these guys do do the right thing and they get their work back yeah. back out there. You know? Yeah. But some of these we're never going to see again. No, <laughs> we're never yeah. going to. You know, um, <laughs> although in the, this article that I had, like this list of all these, there were, there were a lot more. I just kind of cherry picked some of the ones that yeah. were, you know, more, some stuff that we might have read. Um, there's. Still tentative plans for Frank Miller and Jim Lee to someday finish the uh, the Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder. Okay. So we'll, well see. Like Frank Miller said in his uh, New York Comic Con appearance, uh, my phone's not ringing. <laughs> so, oh, you know, like he he <laughs> he was so you know like he's like when people would ask him if he was going to work on something he's like well when my phone rings and they want it then that that's when we'll start talking about that wow you know like he was just so <laughs> like, well yeah. you know part of me you know but i feel like part of that is like how easy is he to work with and or like what are his demands for I mean, he's a, you know for working i mean yeah he, he's he's he still putting like, his out his he's putting his own stuff out still though right he's isn't he doing that xerxes yeah, that's out, that's out there, and um, he was working with uh, with uh, somebody on the the Batman. Um, he didn't write; he wasn't like the immediate writer, but he was actually working with um, who was it? Jeff Loeb's? No, who did the bat the latest uh, Batman Dark Knight Returns? Uh, oh, 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 Brian Azzarello. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. That's, it was, it. that's it. Okay. Yeah. He did work with Brian he, Azzarello. Yeah. He. I mean, and he was very fond of him. Like I remember in that inter, like him on stage talking about it. He. He seemed like he really. Well, I feel he's like, like uh, you know he's there as a in, information for Brian. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed like they really liked working with each other. I, I'm sure they're kind of cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Uh, because Brian Azzarello, I mean, he he wrote a lot of crime comics. Yeah. And I'm sure they have a lot to talk about yeah you know, a lot of i mean because 100 bullets yeah, yeah. And a lot of frank miller stuff is very like crime yeah. driven very yeah. gritty um yeah you know. i think that was a good pair yeah so all right um, um what else do we have to talk about i i just thought of this and i didn't mention <clears throat> it before but i finally saw ant-man and the wasp i haven't what <laughs> No, what is with this movie? Like nobody's nobody's running out to see it. But it's I really, like, I really want to see it. I just it took again. forever. I didn't see it until last Tuesday. 
Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's been out for a month. Have, have we? Are, are we also drained from Infinity War? I think so. Honestly, like, I think it, that's what I it, think we have Infinity War fatigue. Although I will admit that um, I have watched Infinity War again, and I still haven't seen Ant Man. Like I, I took my wife to see yeah. it a couple weeks ago. It was still in the theater, and she hadn't seen it yet. And I wanted her to see it in the theater before it left. Yeah. And uh, it was like, I mean, it's real. It, it, it's. Yeah, I think that was probably the last week it was in the theaters because it only had like one, one or two showings. Yeah. Okay. So, um, no. In fact, uh, in one of our last episodes, uh, Jared brought it up. Yeah. Because he wasn't. He hasn't seen it, but. He didn't care to see it, yeah. so he went. He he said he just went online and spoiled it for himself. And <laughs> for, he said, you know, it, for I mean, Ant Man, yeah. yeah. He said he was, you know, he was after reading. I guess he wasn't a fan of it, of what he read. But right. I still yeah. want to see it though. It I, still seems like a it's no, a fun it's, movie. It's absolutely a fun movie. But my my crit, my criticism is, and like it was, it was a good sequel. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not uh, detrimental to the. Infinity War. So in fact, it's it's like independent of. It's at, it's completely like, independent. Like Black Panther was probably. Yeah, except for the after credits. Okay. Scene, which they I actually think they shouldn't even put in there. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have even cared if they because I felt like the tone of Ant Man and the Wasp was was more of a family fun mm-hmm. movie, and what something I realized is that no one actually. I, I'm pretty sure that no one actually died in the movie itself, even though there was references to people being killed. Mm-hmm. There was no actual on-screen deaths. Okay. And there was also no um, clear, clear evil villain. Hmm. Okay. Everyone, everyone was just misunderstood or pushed to this position. So like shades of gray. Yeah, <laughs> or an opportunist. You know, let's say, like, there was legit criminals in there. Mm-hmm. But they were also like, hey, we're businessmen. Hey, we're trying to make some money. You know, um, we're trying to make a living. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, the Ant-Man crew's like, they're they're all trying to do their, you know, uh, Ant-Man's like, I'm under house arrest. I don't want to break my, my curfew. I don't want to leave, you know, but I have to, uh, to be a, you know, to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all like every and uh, even the ghost character in it was like, "Hey, I'm just trying to fix myself." Even though she, they're like, "Oh, I'm a total killer, badass, uh, terrible person," but I'm also like tortured by my, uh, you know, my power. Yeah. And um. And so then, like at the end of it, I'm like, "Wait a minute! Is this, is it, maybe if everybody just would have got on the same page and talked it out, they could have probably." <laughs> You know, maybe worked it all out. And they did. You know, it was all right. Yeah. Um, uh, I did like that uh, Lewis, uh, Lewis, the one that does the uh, the little recaps during the first Ant-Man, he, you know, the flashbacks oh, yeah. that are funny. Uh, he does, he only does one that I remember in the new one. But it's, it works. Like, with the story, it's not forced. Okay. So I was like, okay. Like, when you're bringing back a gag. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got And I feel like they did it in the right place. Okay. So I was like, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was a good good movie. Um, uh, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, we were watching, we were talking about, yeah, some TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost finished watching Cloak and Dagger. Um, I liked the first four or five episodes or first four episodes, and then it just kind of somewhere in the middle it just it just started dragging for me you know what i've enjoyed i enjoyed the entire i will tell you this you'll you'll probably laugh but when you get to it and i won't spoil it okay but i felt like the last 15 minutes was completely off the rails of the last episode oh really yeah like in a good way or, or just like not in a good way oh okay like i felt like wait a minute all this you know, they spent all this time, like, character development, analyzing. And then the way they resolve the issue was such a big, uh, you know, like, I don't know. Just not. <laughs> like a windshield wiper came by and just wiped the bug off. You know, just like, it's <laughs> over. 
like the show this season's over <laughs> like come back next well, year yeah you know uh difficulty solved you know like it seemed like so quick and i was like what the well you know i i feel like that's kind of so i um i just finished watching luke cage oh yeah season two yeah which i liked but i'm 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 really starting to feel i'm starting to agree with people that are saying like the 13 episodes are too long I agree. Um, they have to be. They need to be eight to ten episodes. I agree. That's with that. it. You do not need to have these thirteen episode seasons. The, the, there's not like there's just not enough because material. Like you're 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 making up stuff that just doesn't need then to it's be just filler. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Cloak and Dagger could probably have benefited from that. That probably could have been eight episodes. It was it's like ten. ten. It probably could have been a tight eight. They could have dropped. Yeah, they could have dropped two. I think. Um, but like I say, it was I felt very enjoyable. I just thought the ending was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a bizarre, like hey, let's just fix it real quick. I mean, I really like who they've cast I in those too. roles. I, I, I in fact, I, I think I, I, I like a lot of the casting in that show. I like the um, um, the an- analyzing the uh, characters and the and the powers mm-hmm. and doing reversals like daggers a. Uh, you know, represents light, but she stabs people with her light dagger and kills them or hurts them. Yeah. Where uh, Cloak, who represents the dark, doesn't want to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. He won't. He won't do anything to harm someone. And he's actually a an avoidance fighter where yeah. he just tries to push you off instead of actually. Well, they've done. Although he did like punch a guy, so but you know. <laughs> well, they well they they did a they did a uh, a few changes to the uh, to the origins or the you know the, the original how the characters were were is um they 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 reversed the roles a little bit like whereas in the comics Dagger was she came from um a place of like she lived a comfortable lifestyle yeah. and like you know wealth and right. prosperity or whatever and and cloak was you know kind of like living on the streets right and they flipped it for the show where you know dagger was like the teenage runaway right you know the hustler the right. con man the thief and and cloaks like the cloaks, good kid like varsity everything, basketball everything going for private him. school yeah 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 like you know except you know but they, you know they they each have their tragic backstories and and how they come together, you know, and, and was you know I thought well done, and yeah. how you know what their what their relationship is to each other, you know, not just how they got their abilities, but just what they mean to each other, mm-hmm. you know, on a personal level. Yeah, I thought was is really well done. Um, I really liked how they handled. Um, I don't know her name offhand, but uh, Cloak's girlfriend in the show. Okay. They don't. They don't just like make her out to be, uh, yeah, stereotypical. Yeah, she's she's not just like a like a one note. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Um, the last thing I remember was uh, watching her. I guess she, her family, um, like she gave. Well, it, the other thing they changed was this show set in New Orleans. Yeah. Whereas in the comics, it all takes place in New York City. Yeah. Um, Cloak's girlfriend, like her and her family. Uh, give tours or like you know they're into like the voodoo and yeah. she gives a tour of like the kind of the history of voodoo right. and you know the the more um, supernatural elements of this neighborhood right. and yeah yeah I thought it was I thought that was good and I also liked uh, the, the girl the, the scientist girl um, that Dagger becomes friends with. Oh yeah, okay. She's also a decent, well-rounded character. Mm-hmm. Um, even and her father is actually a good, thought-out character. Like that's what I liked about the show was I thought the the character development was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes some episodes were a little too music video-ish. Yeah, and like montagey. And I'm like, wait, I, I, yeah, I agree. Is that back-to-back montage episode? You know, like what's going on well, right here? And then they were doing this know. this weird thing where. They would each see into each other's past. Yeah, and it was it, yeah, it was oh, a little there was, it was a little too trippy you, at some. I don't points. know if you got far enough, but um, Dagger, oh, oh, Dagger can see people's hopes, mm-hmm. and Cloak can see people's 
their like fears. fears. Yeah. Dagger figured out how to eat their hopes. Did you? See? I did not see that yet. You'll like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's actually coming up for you. Okay. But yeah, that's weird. And I was like, this show is going down a weird path right now. So okay. And, and that's what I liked about the show, mm-hmm. which is why, like, when you get to the very end, then it's like, what? This is goofy. <laughs> you know, what a goofy end. Um. Well, but good stuff. So a couple more things, and we'll I guess we'll start wrapping it up because uh, we're kind of on a clock here. Oh yeah. But um, uh, I finished uh, Flash season yeah. four. Uh, thought that was really good. Um, not the cry. It wasn't as cryy. No, it was it was three. good. It was it, it, it ended well. Like okay. it, it it wrapped up well with the main villain. Yeah. Um, and it. And it led really nicely into what's going to be going on next season. Okay. My only question, how does Barry and Iris, how do they afford their two-story loft (laughs) with Barry being, like, suspended from the police force and Iris is a part-time blogger who who seems to spend all of her time at Star Labs, which, as far as I can tell, has no discernible (laughs) cash flow. Like, she's not getting paid to be there. (laughs) <laughs> it's, um, it, 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 it's like that like obviously the, they're the next couple on house hunters. i was gonna say they're on house hunters like <laughs> i'm an unemployed forensic scientist i'm a part-time blogger we have a budget of nine hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah it sounds about right yeah yeah um no that was just you know that was just one thing i i, I you know i'm watching this episode i'm like they've got a nice loft and it's exposed brick and it's two yeah, stories yeah. Wait a second. Either of them work. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's paid for. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I don't know. It must be. I don't know. Um, and then, so, um, oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up Arrow, trying to. That's kind of a slog. Yeah, I, um, I gave up on, I honestly, I gave up on, on the CW shows. These? Like, all of them. I, I still like them. It's just, uh, you know, Arrow, I, I think we've talked about Arrow so many times. It's just yeah. like, Arrow's just so up and down. And yeah. this season, I don't know what Arrow is supposed to be. Yeah, I really don't. You know what? I uh, a couple of times I I would turn it on just to see where it's at, and I'm like, I couldn't, I can't get back to this. Yeah, like it just seemed like it went too far off. And and you know, and every time I say I'm done with Arrow, I still come back. Pull me back in. And yeah. I, you like Green Arrow? Come on, you're a fan of him, <laughs> of the character. I mean, you know, um, not just the of the character. In general, yes. Of yeah. the the CW, so, um, it's just like every other episode. Everyone hates each other. Yeah. And it's now we're at the point in this season where um, Oliver does his annual tradition where he pushes everyone away. Yeah. And then eventually, I guess they're all going to come back yeah. together. Yeah. Um, now I already I'm not going to say it, but I already know how this season ends. It got spoiled for me, but I didn't really care. Mm. Um, but knowing how it ends makes it makes the next season sound a little more interesting okay so all right sadly i'll you're probably gonna, stick, around. stick around yeah that's all right um and then i i've got nothing to say yet for supergirl or legends because I mean, I'm, I'm watching them like in order I, I i watched agents of shield to the end so oh that's another one i have to and finish. there's still a half season coming yeah. but i mean for all intents in purposes, they could end it the way they did. Yeah, it was the end. I kind of wish they would just end uh, it. Yeah. it. It needs to end. It was a fine. It was a fine ending to the season, mm-hmm. and they could have ended it with that, like for the show. Um, but they ended it like a few days before uh, Infinity Wars, and they didn't say, you know, they didn't make any tie to the movie except to say that it was before that. Because they basically said, oh, we're getting invaded, but we're not dealing with that. We have our own problems. Mm-hmm. And then they just... And that was it. That was it. So I guess it was a day or two before the uh, Thanos victory speech. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, comic book television. Yeah. How you vex us. <laughs> we we, we want to love you, yeah. but sometimes you make it so hard. And, you know, it's like comic books, though. I mean, they have to reinvent. Otherwise, you know, it's it's it wears out. Mm-hmm. So what are well, you going to do? So, speaking of what, so, so I, I, I was, um, 
looking at something today. Uh, so you, you know how any time anyone makes like a major change in comics, someone inevitably loses their mind and they're like, "Oh, you're you're raping my childhood. These, these oh, are my yeah, stories. Yeah, like was, yeah. you're ruining my all my comics. You're you know you're literally coming to my house and burning my comics <laughs> right in front of me, right?" Yeah. So uh, recently, uh, just this past weekend, well, by the time this airs, it'll be a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was announced at uh, the Star Trek Las Vegas con- convention that uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. was going to be reprising his role as Captain Jean-Luc Picard yeah. in a new Star Trek series. Like the internet, like like lost its <laughs> collective mind. I mean, I'm like psyched. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm a. I wouldn't call myself like a Trekkie. But I'm a fan of Star Trek. Like, I'm not hardcore. And John Luke Picard. Or, and Patrick Stewart, yeah. I should say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Patrick Stewart, he's just awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So I was uh, looking on this uh, this Star Trek Instagram account today that I follow, and there's these comments like, Are you serious? Don't, don't bring him back. This is going to be awful. This is going to be a terrible show. This is going to ruin Next Generation. And I'm like, man, these people are, are everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter if it's comic books yeah, or TVs or movies. Yeah. It's like, no, you're ruining a show from 20 years ago for me. And like, yeah. how is that even possible? Yeah. Like the show, it's the show is still going to be there. Yeah. Like, it's like this new on. show. Yeah, this yeah. new show is not going to. Yeah. Like, even if they say, like, even if they try and like retro, you know, retroactively like do something, you know, to a previous episode, it doesn't matter. That episode still exists. Yeah. It's like get over yourself. Yeah. Much better. I don't know. Yeah. So grow up, internet. It's yeah. all gonna be okay. <laughs> all your comic books, all your TV shows, all your movies, all your cartoons are still gonna be there. <laughs> but not the same as they were. <laughs> yeah. But the new stuff makes me mad. <laughs> Whatever. So all right. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, on, on that note... We're still here. We're never going to change. That's right. So, Comic Book Pit will always be here to comfort yeah, you. will always be the same. That's right. We so that was episode one. <laughs> no, the <that's laughs> right. Next week, Patrick Stewart will be coming in as me, and uh, that's right. It'll be the, it'll be the host. Well, you know what? Uh, uh, Steel City Con's coming up, and uh, John, I think Jonathan Frakes and um, oh, yeah. a couple of the other ones, Brent Steiner and uh, Mirna. Uh, Mar- Marina Sirtis? Yeah, that's it. Counselor Troy? Yeah. I think all three will be there. Maybe we can get them to come out to the show. We'll do a little uh <laughs> Oh, podcast. my gosh. I'd, I'd probably freeze up. Oh, my God. I'd, they're I'd, a riot. I'd freak out. So, they're a riot. I wouldn't even say anything. I'd just be like, you guys go. Yeah. You, you talk. I'm done. And I'd love it. <laughs> like, uh, that's actually what I'm looking forward to at Steel City is uh, their panel. Hmm. Their panel is a riot. So... Um, so cool. anyway, all right. We'll we'll have to get your uh, get your report on that after right. it happens. Right. I don't really go out to Steel City anymore. Oh yeah, and it's not really yeah. It's all know. right. Um, oh, and um, Ron Perlman's going to be there as well. Oh, yeah, boy. they. I mean, I I will admit they they get a you know a nice group of celebrities nowadays, yeah. but. Yeah, I, I, just the show itself. I'm just not really. I, I doesn't really interest me anymore. I get it. No, so, I, you're not. I mean, after alone. I mean, you're not, you're not alone on that. Yeah, I mean, after going so many years in a row, it's like yeah. at, at this point, I'd only be going to see the celebrities. Yeah, I'd only be paying. We we do our know. we do our toy vendor, you know, toy hunt, you know, collector yeah. stuff, and um, then I go around to the art tables and I talk to my friends in the art section, and then. Mm-hmm. We uh, oogle the celebrities and sneak photos, and then we're done. You know, know, but we don't really we don't really interact with them because it's like, all right, they're just people. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. No. The only uh, the only one uh, I I had any recent interaction with was a couple years ago with Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And that was just kind of like. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, You know, every once in a while, there's like a good one. Got to meet your childhood hero. I I met. I I I did the autograph for Billy D. Williams. Oh yeah. That was probably. I mean. Yeah, Star Wars. You got to. Original trilogy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, all right, I'm here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. All right, well, we'll uh, like I said, yeah, we'll get your get your uh, feedback on, or get your input on that show in a, in a, in a week or so. Sounds good. And um, real quick, um, 
yeah, even by the time this airs, there will still be a couple weeks before this happens, but we'll be having a private shopping event at the legendary basement at the Elwood City store of New, yeah, New Dimension Comics. And this is, a, like I said, it's a private event. This is not open to the public. You can uh, shop the entire basement full of dollar comics. They're all organized, and they're all in good shape, and it's a great opportunity to fill holes in your collection or, you know, start a new run of comics or, you know, look for some some uh, key issues or diamonds in the rough, stuff like that. Um, and like I said, this is just for, um, you know, friends of the of Comic Book Pit, you know, our, our listeners and fans. You know, this is for you guys. We set this up with the, with the owner and the general manager of New Dimension Comics. Um, like I said, it's just going to be a special uh, afternoon. It's going to be Sunday, September 9th from, I think, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. I'll have to double-check that, but definitely in the afternoon. And you can sign up on our Facebook page or our Twitter uh, page. There's a link there to our uh, Eventbrite. Uh, it's a free event, but you know we do want people to sign up so we have an idea of how many people are coming. So, And if you have any questions, you can just reach out you know, to our uh, Facebook or Twitter pages, or you can email us at comicbookpit at gmail.com. Very good. Did I get all that? Woo. Yeah. What day? Uh, do it again. Who am I? Where yeah, am take, I? Take, <laughs> I yeah. think I blacked out. We, uh, we're, we're just starting recording. <laughs> take take two. <laughs> all right. Everything, that, that that was all just a, just a, just a dry run. That was a warm-up. That was two hours of just, yeah. <laughs> just a dry run all right. all right so this has been episode 286 of the comic book pit i'm dan and i am scott and we will see you next time see you